You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Red Knight Properties. And boy, we have a treat for you today. We have a New Jersey native who was chatting right before the show. We realized we were very close to each other, Ken Van Lu. And Ken has a lot of experience in syndications, but particularly on the development side. So we want to hear how Ken started his career and what developments was he able to syndicate. When by syndicate, I mean pooling resources together. Usually it's financial resources, but it's other resources as well. Uh, he's done a lot of assisted living facilities in New Jersey, so we want to hear about that. Um, and also, he uh, wrote a book recently called The Modern Wealth Building Formula, so we want to hear what that book is all about. And maybe Ken will do a giveaway at the end of the show uh, for our listeners. So appreciate you coming on, Ken. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Anthony, for having me today. It's a real pleasure. Great. So how did it all get started, Ken? Uh, you... You know, we're a civil design engineer. I uh, got two master's degrees. So how did you get into real estate? You know, it started with a project that I did my senior year in college. And, and the funny thing was, I wasn't a great student. I created the six-year plan. So went off to a state school, played some football, ultimately ended up at New Jersey Institute of Technology. And my senior year, I won a design award on a subdivision and it planted a seed about real estate, but I knew nothing about real estate. Nobody around me in my proximity was in real estate. And I had my head down to become a civil engineer. Problem was I, you know, I failed the test so many times by the time I became an engineer, I was making more money in construction, building high rises. And uh, that was kind of what led me into eventually dreaming about maybe I could do this one day. Nice. That's excellent. And the high rises, from what I understand, you were able to work on in New York City. Is that correct? Yes. Very fortunate to, to build over 1,500 residential units. Actually, there was 900 units for the Left Rack organization on the Jersey waterfront at 26 years old. About another 600 in New York City, 3 million square feet, and it added up quick. And, and I said, I better do something with this so I could pay it forward to others, you know? Right, right. No, that's great. When you just to pivot a little bit, when you were with the frac, were those already entitled sites, or did you have to go and get the entitlements? Because you know New York City is a very high barrier to entry market. So I'm just curious at that time, how, what was that like for you? Yeah, back then, I mean, the waterfront was a properties that people sat on for a long time. If you remember, you know, 20, 30 years ago, there was piles of sand all across the waterfront. They were surcharged in all those sites. So Lefrak had a fully entitled site and I was just a, a junior guy coming in and fortunate at 26, they said, go run those two 33 story buildings with 600 men. And to say the least, that cracked my teeth. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. So that must've been a very uh, rewarding experience for you. So was that the catalyst to your development career? And then, you know, where did you go from there? Yeah. You know, I started on that project as a super and, you know, I pride myself in, in learning, you know, each phase of the process, you know, process super up to executive. But after working on that project, you know, I went to work for a New Jersey developer and 
put a couple mid rises under my belt up in the Fort Lee. And you're familiar we're Jersey boys, Fort Lee, Ramsey area. And my, and one of my mentors back then said, you know, if you ever want to be like the best in this business, you need to go to New York city because it's like the all-star game. And it was, you know, probably in 1989, you know, after a couple of years out of college, building a couple of buildings on the waterfront, I went to New York and, and did 20 years. And that's where I kind of earned my stripes. And, you know, the dream continued. And then one day, you know, around uh, 1997, I, I opened up a bank account in a company. I said, if I don't do that and, and find a place to receive, it's never going to come in, you know, and that started KJV development, which then eventually led to the $17 million assisted living project and just kept going from there. Excellent. So talk to us about that assisted living project and talk to us about how you how you were able to put that together with your own bank account versus another company's bank account, like, you know, more established firm. Yeah. Talk to you us know, about it, that. Yeah, it happened. You know, I had twins and I literally was having a hard time buying formula and diapers because it was like 700 diapers a month. And I, and I said, you know, I need to do something. And I was, you know, I had a job, you know, I was pretty, pretty decent. I was working for Lerma Govern Bovis at the time. They were restoring the Statue of Liberty. And it was funny because, you know, my mother-in-law, who, you know, you know, mother-in-laws, you don't talk to them that much, but she invited me to a golf outing. And, you know, I couldn't even, I, I said, I can't afford a country club, but I felt a little guilty, but I went to this golf outing and I'm dreaming saying, you know, if I were, if I were ever to, you know, create this type of proximity, I could probably raise money telling my story. And, you know, I had a whole plan to, to develop and, you know, I figured, you know, let me get started. So, you know, I, here I, at the end of that, I joined this country club, tell my wife, let me five grand, I have an executive special. And in the fourth round of the country club, I was telling my story about creating a parent company and bring in investors where they have a first rate of refusal, will get control of property, similar process in, you know, in any real estate transaction, you know, due diligence, understanding, just talking with certainty. And the guy says, you know, I'll, I'll lend you a hundred grand, but I want to be part of your, you know, the inside group. I'm like, phenomenal. So I take this hundred grand, I go home and tell my wife, I'm going to quit my $175,000 job and live off five grand a month after she picked herself up off the floor. I told her a little bit about this taxation filtration system that I had in my mind that if I feed, you know, five grand a month through the top into a C corp into an S corp into two LLCs, you know, I could pay my bills in layers and I won't need the money, you know, the, the money to necessarily to pay bills because they're all taken care of. So from this, you know, I took $25,000 of that and I, you know, I started hustling. I met a dentist and I put it down refundable deposit. $25,000 to lock up this property. And, you know, I went into an approval process where I went and I, I raised in different tranches. I raised $400,000 initially, you know, to put the dream team together and go get, you know, the planning board approval. I then raised another 400 to put together the design development drawings and construction drawings so I could move forward. In the meantime, behind the scenes, I didn't really know what I was doing. So I, I learned that I could get money through the New Jersey EDA. I then financed it through the New Jersey EDA and six months out of the box, we, we broke ground on assisted living. 13 months later, I had Meridian Healthcare Systems managing it and made a lot of money, you know, made a, uh, one of my chapters of my book is called Fee Gold. And I learned how to pay myself 30 grand a month development fee right out of the box. We made some finance fees. We 
made a construction management fee. We ran general conditions fees through us. You know, and that started adding up to almost 15% on 17 million. And, you know, it, it enabled us to really get rolling. That's excellent. I love that story too, the, the hustle and determination, um, even just kind of not really starting out blind, but um, you, you had that light bulb moment when, you know, you were at the country club and it's just a great story. So I really love that. So, so it started off with the assisted um, living development and that was in New Jersey. Um, and from what I understand, you've worked on a few more since then. It's quite a few more. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. The assisted living was, you know, I, I guess my first claim to fame or whatever, you know, it, it enabled me to kind of say what just happened. And, you know, it took me a couple of years to kind of figure out that it, I had created this, you know, fine fund and facilitate system, you know, and I did it in a development, but I didn't, I couldn't really articulate it until I had done it a couple more times. And, you know, we, we applied it on projects in New York. I was very, very fortunate, um, you know, before succeeding at 240 Park Avenue, a very, very successful project. We had built the Transit Village. You may be familiar at King College. You know, back in the day, there was about eight towns that were approved for Transit Village. So we did 52 units. There was a hotel site. Um, we then went into New York, did 240 Park Avenue. Uh, I, I then wanted to crack the code in New York. I, I opened up a concrete company. I poured over 300 units of towers in New York from like 2014 to 16. So we've been having fun. And then I mentioned to you, we bought the Larson's Turkey Farm last year. So, you know, we're, we're looking to have some fun, you know, and you're close by there. So let's do it. Yeah, definitely. Larson's Turkey Farm is in Chester, New Jersey. It's actually where I own a mixed use property as well that a lot of the local town natives, uh, no. So that's great. Uh, so talk to us. So you basically have this great story and you put it into a book format. So talk to us about your book, Modern Wealth Building Formula. Yes, it's how I mastered real estate development. And I, you know, I recommend it for everyone because there's a lot of real estate books out there. And one of my mentors was Dolph DeRoos. You know, I met him in my early 30s when my wife had bought me a gift to go see him speak. And 20 years later, you know, I was so fortunate to join hands. He, he joined global with us and, you know, we, we combine things, but my system find fun and facilitate, which I use primarily in development. We come to find out applies for any type of real estate. It's almost a blanket on real estate. So if you're finding funding and facilitating any real estate project, and it even applies for businesses, um, it's really something I'd recommend. And, you know, it's a little different. You know, the one thing I guess if I were to say like the biggest takeaway coming from New York City, you know, I had this top down thinking, but I really didn't know what I was doing in the sense of real estate. But I realized that with top down thinking, people can do anything, you know, and, you know, someone may be building a house in New Jersey. And if you could just say, you know, think of it from the top down thinking, you know, high rise is basically building 30 houses on top of each other. You know, the approval process is the same. The due diligence is the same. You know, if you were buying a retail project like you did on your property in Chester, you wanted to find out what was going on on the corner. Will it increase the value of the property? You know, and, and that's what it really comes down. So the system is, is really about finding funding and facilitating and having some fun around it. You know, I, I was a big advocate of, of Tony Robbins, did a lot of personal development, landmark training, you know, you know, eliminating you know, the stories we put in our head that stop most people from succeeding. You know, I've, I've pretty much, uh, you know, figured it out. And, and, I, and if I could save people time, 
you know, after spending, you know, I calculated about 125,000 hours in real estate construction and engineering, you know, and I did some heavy lifting for him. You know, that's all I could do to kind of pay it forward. That's excellent. Now, how can people find your book? At KenVanLu.com. I'm giving it away pretty much for free. You're still going to pay for some postage and, you know, while you're there, if you want a free strategy session, you know, I'm always down to talking to some people. I'm not that hard to get in touch with. I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like you. <laughs> no, that's, that's great. Um, so Ken, so uh, we're in at the end of the first quarter in 2021, um, from a development standpoint, do you have for your company any mandates for the rest of the year? I, but I know you just bought the turkey farm in, in New Jersey, uh, but any future um, land acquisitions and development plays that you have coming up? Yeah. Yes, you know, we're, we're very fortunate. We picked up 13 acres uh, up in uh, Bernardsville and really, really excited about that. Uh, actually, Bedminster, sorry, Bedminster. Um, 13 acres where we want to do self-storage. We're in some discussions about affordable housing. We have uh, another site in Warren that we're going to be doing residential. We're consolidating some properties in the Wachong uh, Union area. So we're excited about our developments. Um, we have a 270 unit that we have approved coming off in uh, Livingston that we've actually sold uh, to the Minnesota Vikings owner and uh, another big one up in uh, the Franklin area, up, Upper Franklin. So we, we do have a lot of development. It's kind of interesting, you know, with the disruption that's gone on in retail and commercial, you know, things are moving along on, on the residential side. And I do believe that the energy is going to come back to the city and, and things will recover over time. Yeah, no, I think so too. Uh, you mentioned your website. Is that the best way people can find you, Ken? Yes. KenVanLu.com is the, is the easiest way. Excellent. Well, check out Ken's platform, get a copy of the book. I highly recommend it. And we'll have a link to Ken's website uh, as well as, uh, you know, his, where his book is on our social media platform and in the iTunes description box. And if you liked what you heard and or saw today, please give us a rating and review. It would really help my message and Ken's message get out to a greater audience. We'd really appreciate that. And thanks again for coming on, Ken. I really appreciate it. And we'd love to have you on again towards the end of the year. Sounds great, Anthony. I really appreciate it. And Thank let's, you. When I'm in Chester, I'll give you a shout. All right. We'll go grab some ice cream. Sounds good, brother. All right.